All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another hour of Scotch Hour. I'm Noah. I'm Jesse. And I'm Brian. All right. Hey, welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Um, another fun hour I think we have ahead of us. Uh, we got our uh, shout-outs, restaurant reviews um, coming up right away. But before that, we're going to do our uh, Scotch tasting, which will be Glenn Farkless 10 this time. That's right. And our special topic or topic on hand will be the Punisher. Oh, man. Can't <laughs> wait to talk about that one. <laughs> I'm pretty stoked. All right. It doesn't have to strictly be Punisher Netflix. It's just no, I mean, anything was, Punisher. Uh, yeah, the, the show on Netflix is what brought what upon brought you, the yeah, passion, into if you it. will. Excellent. <laughs> All right, so this is the Glenn Farkless 10. Two weeks ago, we ventured and enjoyed the Glenn Farkless 12, which was pretty, I think all three of us enjoyed it pretty well. We still, I don't know that any of us would consider it our favorite, uh, but the Glenn Farkless 12 was pretty good. So in essence of the Punisher... We're doing the Glenn Farkless 10. And I think true to what we already know about ages, this one's going to be a little rougher around the edges. This is not going to be uh, your grandpa's scotch, most likely, unless he lost his taste. <laughs> you, you, you know, I almost thought maybe like a smokehead would have been better for, for the Punisher because of the of the skull. Oh, that could have worked. That could have worked. But I, I mean... We're gonna. Uh, there's gonna be a little fire on a on a ten year maybe. Yeah. Is that is how, yeah. is that we're gonna taste a little heat? Maybe a little heat maybe. coming through. Yeah, I mean, we should. Ooh. Ooh, I like the dark bottle. I really like the dark bottle. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Actually, it looks really nice. Like the bottle itself, with uh, compared to the ten bottle or the twelve bottle. Yeah, it does look much more handsome. Yeah. It, well, does. yeah. When you, I mean, the tin's not really much to look at either. I like the uh, color of the uh, blue tin more than on the twelve. Yeah, but, but I, that bottle came yeah, out. That, think, that was striking think, as soon as brown, it came out. Is that a brown bottle there? Yeah. I like... Uh, I think the brown bottle with that white label and the red kind of pops are pretty yeah. nice. I like yeah. them both, honestly. I'm a huge fan of red, though. You know, chicks dig red. Chicks find red on a guy more attractive than blue in most cases. Well, I know guys dig red on women. That's, I mean, that's been proven. Women in red dresses? Yeah. Well, From mean, the Matrix? Unless you're yeah. in a god. Are you case. listening, Neil? <laughs> <laughs> or are you looking at the woman in the red dress? <laughs> huh? All right. So what we're going to make you guys do, we're not going to tell you the whole history of Glenn Farkless here. We're going to say, go back and watch the beginning of Interstellar, episode uh, 42. Two? No, no 44. 44. 44, yeah. Because yeah. last week was 45. So yeah, we're on. That'll 40. be interesting if we. Um, I mean, because I have not written anything down yep, for I, tasting notes, that, so I, it'll be like to to go back and watch it, because we you would think. <laughs> I mean, it's a, 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 the the ten year is going to be you know pretty similar to the twelve year, only not quite as. I can already smell smooth. it. <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I will like yeah. I mean, usually. Uh, you know, I, I do a little bit of prep time and stuff like that, but I like, you know, do some research on whatever we're going to be drinking. And uh, I didn't know which one we're, we're going to drink tonight. So it's all, all well, off the cuff. That's what I tried to like leave it up there because I was like, man, if I get out of work early, I was going to do the Glenn Farkless 105, but I didn't get out of work early. Well, and I assume that's what it was up there on the, on the mantle there. And uh, 
I wasn't positive when I was setting up the studio. You know, I can smell it too, and I don't mind it. I actually kind of like it. Uh, it was a, it was an initial uh, punishment. I thought. You know, I thought that, I mean, as soon as I brought it up to my nose, I was like, I should have proceeded with a little bit more caution. You know, I just went punished. in and just whoo punished it. All right, <laughs> this this uh, the way this one has on a, on the like on the aroma, just like if, uh, that little that initial whiff that comes in. Um, it kind of reminds me of like uh, your kids or your wife always complaining about like how lagavulin like smells or whatever. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and uh, we'll, we'll cut. We'll do uh, our tastings and we'll come back and give you guys everything uh, that we uh, discovered on it. All right. Uh, who's going to go first here and give their uh, review? Well, I think Brian had a good point. So I think Brian should lead this one off. Okay, Brian. Well, do we want to just kind of, yeah, okay. All right. I'll, I'll lay it all out there. Yeah. Because I, I yeah. actually enjoy this. This might, this would be one that, uh, yeah, that I will remember and I and I will choose to to enjoy. And, and there's a very specific reason that I'll get to. Um, first of all, the uh, the nose on this had a, had a real... Well, first of all, you've got to let it breathe for a second because this is a 10-year, right? So right. you're going to get a little bit of that 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 alcohol. It's going to hit you if you don't let it sit for, you know, just... When I say let it sit, I'm talking a minute. You know, it went away. But as soon as Jesse poured it, I brought it right to my <laughs> nose and I was like, no, <laughs> punishment. <laughs> I was like, this is Punisher. I get what's going on here. You're messing with me. Um, but after the initial, you know... You wait a minute, 30 seconds. Uh, real sweetness on the front of the nose. Um, and then it kind of, like a cinnamon, lingered on that nose. Um, and then the little trick that I learned, you know, in two episodes ago with the, the dip the finger in and, and rub the hands, um, got uh, came across that real, that kind of like you're walking into like a, a brewery, that barley, that heavy bar, like going into Golden, driving right. into Golden. Um, but also like if you, if you let it kind of sit there for a little while and then bring it back up later, there was a little hint of woodsiness, just a hint late, leaving there at the end. Um, color, a deep amber gold, which I like. I like a scotch with a little bit of that deep amber color. I'm not, I don't like them light or gold. So I, I'm, I'm big on the color. Um, when I uh, the taste you, right on the tongue, you get that that spice front that's kind of cinnamon, right? And then um, it kind of gave way for me to this late like black licorice flavor, but it, but a sweeter sweeter than black licorice, but kind of there. And I enjoyed that, which I'm not a black licorice fan, so the sweeter part of it was was fine with right. me. And then what I really loved about this is it had like a really really late late finish, and almost I called it like an aftertaste um, that I really liked. And that it was like this kind of vanilla malt shop like ice yeah like ice cream almost and um <clears throat> one of the thing the comments i made that i really enjoyed about this scotch is you can really drink it very slow like you you take a sip and you enjoy the flavor for like i'm still enjoying my last sip and that's a sign in my opinion that's a sign of a, a scotch that i really enjoy where i can take a sip enjoy the flavor for a while and not have to go right rush back right back in you know it's it's there right so. and i think jesse made a comment about like that's what makes uh, scotch really great same with some great wines mm -hmm. is which that, is crazy because this is only a 10 year but that there's and i don't recall and i will have to revisit that 12 year but i'll bet you <laughs> it's gone ah! <laughs> yeah, we, we but i would bet time. you i would bet you there were, it probably had that same quality where it lingered you know just the, the aftertaste was really nice so i think that's my review Okay, yeah, I think with most, uh, I think that's a great uh, 
analysis right there. Mm-hmm. I, I think with any, like with a scotch, um, you know, it's not meant to be slammed. And to kind of give you like an example here, right? Uh, I think what you said is is exactly true. Like a nice scotch is uh, to be uh, enjoyed and appreciated, and it lingers there. And you are supposed to like enjoy it that way and, and have that nice aftertaste. And it's not something that you just slam, right? And, I mean, even the price point dictates that that's probably not what you should be doing. And uh, <laughs> true, exactly. Right? We, we talked mean, about this is this is is not a, a hobby for the faint of. Yeah, Heart. And, and here's what I mean. Like, <laughs> like if, if you're going to be shooting whiskeys or whatever, right, you're probably going to go with, like, Jim Beam or, like, uh, Jack Daniels maybe. Um, yeah, I guess. But you, yeah. I think if you want if you want to sit down and really enjoy, like, a really nice made um, whiskey, you know, you're looking at, like, single malt scotches and things like that, and then you can appreci- appreciate the nuances. It, like, uh, I was at a, uh, at a, a family event. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> somebody came over, and uh, we had opened up the uh, the Craigalacky. Nailed it, Craigalacky. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know what that's from, it's from whatever. I don't know what episode, episode that was. Like thirteen, twenty. Yeah, you know, it's a long time ago. <laughs> you know, it's a long time ago. Uh, Craigalacky is the way you really pronounce it. Yes. But, yes. Uh, anyways, uh, we opened up a bottle of, of Craigalacky, and uh, this one guy just shoots it. It's what it's not just a Craig L. Key. It was a Craig L. Key thirteen. Wow. That was a gift. Yeah, that was a gift. And, he, and the guy <laughs> just shoots it. And I'm like, <clears throat> wait, like you gave him like a a, a scotch? Yeah, in a gla- glass. Like, and, and like, yeah, not like, but like an yeah, like yeah. a like a tumbler, like, like yeah, yeah, a tumbler. And and he just junk. Yeah, and he just junk shot it. And he was like, "Thank you. May I have another?" Yeah, kind of like that. And you're like, "No, yeah, come see me in." 20 minutes when I'm done with mine <laughs> yeah. or a half an hour for that. You know, who knows? Yeah, exactly. That's and how like, you drink a scotch. Yeah. Scotch is not meant to be like, no. Yeah. And I tell you what, like, yeah, I took a bottle of uh Lagavulin 11. Yeah. A Lagavulin 11. I think. Offerman? Uh, out to, uh, well, no, no, no. What, 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 it, was the eight, it was the eight or the nine. I think probably eight. a nine. No, 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 no. It was the, uh, whatever the, Whatever the Green. canister was from the uh, oh, that's a nine. That's the nine. Lagavulin. That was a, okay. So Game it was just Thrones. a nine year. Yeah, it was just a nine Dude, year. It's not but just a nine. Well, whatever. Yeah. Lagavulin's well, I mean, just we've 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 been on that path. We we've taken a journey. We we've gone well beyond a Lagavulin nine year at this point. <laughs> but back in the day, yeah, I took that out and uh, that bottle lasted me pretty much my whole vacation back out to the to the Midwest and back. Just just sipping and sharing. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and you know, like like if you like if you drinking scotch you're you should be enjoying it and and allowing that finish to linger and and, you know but i mean yeah i was drinking it like sitting on the beach hill right i mean sitting by a campfire for darn sure that was that was for sure that was easy but like but you weren't shooting it no (laughs) no i was enjoying every bit of it and that's one of the things you do with a log of because everyone else is running away because they're like what how many band-aids is that guy wearing? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? But, I he mean, answers. it all goes back. It, it goes back to your first. It's my first experience. It was back with uh, your mom's wedding. Yeah. Hanging with Jesse around the yeah. campfire. Around the campfire. Yeah. Yep. Dude. Drinking. And now, I, I can speak to this because I remember. You guys don't really remember I have much. photos on my phone to this to day remind where I'm you. like, oh, yeah. 
Wow, that I don't remember happened. any of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, seriously, that was a great time, dude. That was, was the best wedding dude, I've still I remember, ever I was, been to. I was like dancing. Yeah, I was too. dancing. I got For some hours. serious cred. <laughs> I got serious like street cred with my boys because I was dancing, and your uncle was like, "Wow." Ryan's got a little rhythm, and I was like, "Yes." Yeah, I got some cred too. It was all about the abs. I remember. Uh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> who gave you that cred. All the girls, like literally all of them. <laughs> it was weird. It was. You, you guys probably weren't there. No, probably we were. Well, I remember where you were. You had eaten a. We're just gonna say a gummy bear, and you were out front. (laughs) Yeah, and you were around the corner behaving. (laughs) I was out on the dance floor, and they kept coming over to lift up my shirt, and I was just like, "You don't have to." This might have been a different wedding. No, well, he's not wrong. What I was doing, I remember this day. From beginning to end. The night before, I remember nothing except so, getting there. So, because I had just recently <laughs> got into, like, I was like, in a car accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah My yeah, back yeah. was hurting me, so someone offered me a uh, a gummy. This uh, was at the wedding? Yeah. At the wedding? At the wedding. So, someone offered me like, a... Like, at the, at the wedding? Yeah. Like, at, like, the after, like, not after at, the wedding. Yeah. Okay. Like, not like time. during the wedding. You weren't like, yeah. yeah. No, after the wedding, during the reception time. My back was hurting, and so someone offered me a a uh, bag of gummy bears, and he ate the whole thing. No, not a bag of gummy bears. <laughs> just one. There's the medicinal. Uh, sure, the sure, sure, sure. Gummy, yeah. and uh, yeah, I was like out, like I, I was body. Was, I was body was there, but mentally I was gone. <laughs> yeah, you were. Uh, I was checked out. <laughs> yeah, there was. I, I mean, remember. I remember. There's a point where I uh, came by, and I'm like, dude. <laughs> You're missing the dancing. Are you okay? And you're just like, I had a gummy because my back is killing me. <laughs> you and were I'm sitting like, out by the fire though, but you were there. No, no like there was a point when it was like even before, maybe before the, the dancing started, I would just like come with those like, and Jesse and uh, I guess one of my new like step cousins, they were talking and someone said something to me and I'm like, uh, I had a gummy. <laughs> you got to realize all of his step cousins are females. I don't remember. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, I was, I, I, I it, it, was well, it was really awesome because I got to drink so much because I never had to go anywhere because we we're all camping there. It I had to the go best. somewhere. I woke up not knowing. Yeah. You ended up at like uh, Uncle Kenny's house and I'm like, yeah, but Uncle Kenny's house is literally up the driveway, turn right down the next driveway. In a field. Meanwhile, I didn't know where I was. I woke up and I was like, oh, there's a brick that just fell out. <laughs> Shitting bricks. I but why? Just because you know where you were, and the place was totally jacked up. I'm like, whose house is this with all these family photos that are crooked on the wall? And where am I? (laughs) That makes sense. I can see that. So uh, back to uh, (laughs) yeah. Where the heck did that come from? I don't know. Scotch. Scotch. My first Scotch ever. Lagavulin. And uh, yeah, that was my review. (laughs) Who? Ooh. Noah, you're up next. <laughs> so my review, I'll keep mine short and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> or on, on track. Or at on least. track. Somewhere. <laughs> um, uh, when I first uh, smell it in the uh, the, the nose uh, out of the glass, I do get a slight woodsy uh, aroma. Um, but then I, that does follow up with the initial um, cinnamon. And like you, I do get some uh, malt and barley on the nose as well. With the hand trick. 
That was yeah. awesome. That worked cool for this. And then on, on the uh, pony. on the when it comes to the palette, um, I find it very light all the way from the front uh, front palette, mid palette, very light. I, I do pick up uh, uh, some um, winter spice with a little mm-hmm. bit of uh, honey and cream and some uh, slight uh, fruit fruit uh, sweetness. Because there's like a slight bit of sweetness there that I pick up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then to finish, I do agree with you. It is a like a creamy vanilla finish with uh, just a slight bit of spice. Yeah, but it, to me, it doesn't really linger that long. So it's like a very light bodied, uh, very like it's very mild on the front palate, very mild on the mid palate, and the finish. It's almost like it doesn't have a finish, and then also mm-hmm. maybe like. Like a minute later, also you get that vanilla. Yeah, yeah, you're just hanging out. Like that would be perfect because you're hanging out, having a conversation <laughs> with somebody, but right? You, but it's almost like it goes, fr- it goes front mid, and then all of a sudden, like, <clears throat> like disappears, and all of a sudden, you're like, hey, there's a, there's like a creamy vanilla spice thing going on right there. What happened? It's like young love. And uh, <laughs> like, young love. but I will say, like, this is a very, <laughs> it's a very quaffable uh, scotch. It's you could definitely uh, sit down with it and. Uh, and not uh, fret about like being it too tough to drink or or, or, or put down. Surprisingly smooth, right? Yeah. I mean, the whole thing. We we were all expecting the whole, you know, the scent, the Punisher thing, kind of joking about it, but very smooth. But uh, the one thing I would say about this one is that it just seems undeveloped. Oh yeah, I wanted you to bring that up. That was good because that, yeah. it, it it really like it seems like they pull it out. Maybe about a year That's or two what early. She said. <laughs> it, it <pulled laughs> I was just waiting for him to finish. He's like, they pull it out. I'm like, and no, how are you going to recover? So they pull it out about like, I think about like one or two years uh, before, you know, early, too, like too early uh, <laughs> uh, to where I think uh, it, it, it didn't fully uh, get some of the flavors that maybe that they wanted to get out of it. That you get in the 12 year. Yeah, that you would get in the 12 year. I actually, yeah, I revisited and looked back and it was amazing how um, just uh, the the journey, like you said, the development of the last one, uh, much more complex. Yeah. So that, I I guess that's where I'll leave it at. All right. So we'll give you the super quick history. Six generations established 1836. Um, whiskey advi- uh, whiskey aficionados distillery hey, of the supposed year. To be the big head. I know whiskey aficionados distillery of the year 2020. <laughs> so the, the Glen Farkless Distillery has a lot going for it. They do a lot of things well. Uh, I'm actually very intrigued still about this scotch. I'm going to continue enjoying it throughout the hour. Great deep golden color a little brassy if you will on the nose for me it was absolutely cinnamon and then aged in you know european oloroso sherry cask it makes sense that it's a sweet cinnamon uh, on the nose absolutely is what i get and then for the body um the oak is still mild it's kind of surprisingly creamy mm-hmm. and i enjoy that that cinnamon rush throughout and then it fades pretty quickly and these guys aren't wrong um this does not have some long finish except for the fact that and and we asked brian to speak first because he nailed it when we were taking our tasting notes it has an aftertaste if you will 
Um, and all of a sudden, for me, the vanilla custard just comes out. Uh, the word I will continue to use is, for me, this is a very delicate scotch. And I think that is partially, as Noah mentioned, is, uh, I'm going to say, underdeveloped or underaged, but still fairly enjoyable. Um, for the $45 price point, I, I don't know that it's a wrong choice. Uh, if you can spend the 10 to $15 more, definitely go for the 12 I would agree with that. Go for the 12 yeah, not bad though. I uh, for me, I, I would I would easily settle for the ten year. I could be okay with that because it's it, it is for me. There's it, what's it's distinctly different from the twelve year. It's yeah. amazing what two more years does to the the whole uh, complexity of the scotch. It's time for our shout-outs. I'll just make mine real simple. I don't have any shout-outs for this week, but I will say thank you for showing up again. That's I yeah. love having you on the show. Yeah, it is nice. It was, yeah, I was so close. I, I hummed and hawed, you know. <laughs> I was ready to go yesterday. I was like, this is it. But then it was it was today. But I'm glad I'm here. It's, it is too. awesome. It is nice. Yeah, I just, I just, I think our show works better with three people. I really do. I do too. So my shout outs, uh, Brian, uh, my, my first <laughs> shout out also goes to you. And the reason for that is uh, because I thought of you when we mentioned this topic a week ago and I'm like, man, this is a topic Brian's going to have something to add to. And I think he'd be fun with and enjoy um so that and then the second one uh for me is i didn't have any time this past week to go run out and uh buy comic books so uh marissa ran out and bought me some comic books and uh I'm awesome super comic books. super grateful for that <clears throat> thank you um i i really truly appreciate that because these are knockouts for the storyline and everything she spent some time picking them out thank you and uh for those of you who don't know who marissa is she was a she she did fill in one time for brian during the whole like when we did squash squash <laughs> uh time frame and uh she did run our uh social media for a slight bit but uh because we are so sporadic <laughs> <laughs> she uh she uh had moved us on, moved man. on yeah, yeah. Which she is good. <laughs> for your like, pastures I, these guys i can't <clears throat> well this, you know, I don't even think we knew what uh, half the time our schedule was like because we were working with two weeks ahead and we were getting the week, weeks wrong all the time. Yeah. No, no, shout outs. I guess, you know, um, some of the, my coworkers that uh, I um, just uh, in, in, in their absence or in their, their presence, like just in the past and just in the past week, I was just like, wow, they're good. It's like wow, they're they're pretty darn good, which is cool, you know. Like you kind of wonder and you think because you know, based on you know my job and what I do, you don't really see each other all the time. But I got to kind of experience that, and I was like, they're they're cool, they're good, yeah, which was really cool because I I really am pretty passionate about what I do, so I want people that do it to be good at it. So that would be my shout out to my awesome. coworkers. Yes. All right, coworkers, <clears throat> Marissa, Brian, my hat. Anything else we missed? Ah, that's it. All right. Truly restaurant review time. Restaurant review. 
you want to give your your uh, review on the restaurant? Do you know well, where we went? Let me hear where you went, and I might be able to chime in. Maybe I've been there, dude. I <laughs> threw out the yak and yeti. Ooh, never been. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit farther from Greeley. It's more in Boulder. Yak and Yeti. Is that's that a West Westminster. There's three of them, I think. There's Westminster, uh, Arvada, and uh, right off of Hampton, and then nice pop. It's like, yeah. it like close to Hampton and I-25, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yak and Yeti. What the? It's an, it's an Indian restaurant. Okay, you know what? I believe I've driven past the one off of Hampton. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. If I keep going on Hampton, it was pretty close to Kennedy Golf Course. Like Kennedy Golf Course and uh, was it Centerfold Showgirls somewhere right around there? I don't know how he what? focuses on that. To me, everything's by a Target. It's by the <laughs> there's Showgirl. There's a center. There's a Target strip club by this place. Seven 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 Hampton. Pretty close. It's like right across the street. The, the strip club's like right across the street from the golf course, and then just right down the road is is where the Yaki Yeti is. All right. Well, I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll turn it over to you guys <laughs> since I didn't go to the strip club or the restaurant. I didn't go to the strip club either. It looks like a pretty shady, shady spot. I would As opposed there. to the, the now, classy. Now that you said that, it would have been perfect for the Punisher. <laughs> that's, where, that's where you guys should have went. That's where we should have gone and eaten. We would have definitely half died. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Noah, review. Yak and Yeti. Okay, so I'm a... Um, pretty big i do like uh, indian food i used to eat indian food when i lived out in utah about once a week uh yak and yeti is the first indian place i came to when i first moved back uh from utah to colorado and uh when i first got or actually even before that when i came out here on vacation one time uh, i think it was actually from my mom's wedding maybe uh, to do another flashback there, I spent even time with my brother. We went there. <laughs> we <laughs> went there. Started. Uh, we went there for uh, for lunch, and we did the the lunch buffet. And the lunch buffet is really good. Like if if uh, post COVID they haven't done the the buffets anymore, mm -hmm. but if they do reopen the buffets, they have a pretty <clears throat> good buffet there. Uh, but as far as the uh, the the food goes at Yak and Yeti, it's pretty good for Indian food. What'd you get? I got the chicken tikka masala, and it was pretty good. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. Got curry? Uh, no. Well, no, it doesn't have curry. No? no. Does it have curry? It may have some curry in it. Okay. Actually, it probably does, because I, I make it myself, so, yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's actually pretty good. It's it done pretty well, and then we also have some uh, garlic naan. What's so, naan? Naan is like a flatbread. Ooh, that has like uh, some of them make it with cilantro and garlic and butter. I think <clears> this <throat> one just had the butter and garlic on it. But uh, anyways, uh, the oh, and the uh, the appetizer that we had, I'll let I'll let Jesse talk about the appetizer, what it was or whatever. But uh, part of it had some chicken that was like deep fried. It seemed like it was like chicken tempura almost. If I that'd be like <laughs> that's how I would describe <laughs> it. It was like tempura fried chicken, veggies. I thought yeah. it was great. Yeah. yeah. Well, was that, that an appetizer? Yeah. yeah. It was, it was super good. Uh, but yeah, overall, I think you can take a first, I think it's first state worthy. I think it's, uh, you know, um, I think it's a good enough place to go. Is that going to be, uh, the, the $3 signs on the, you know, as opposed two, to the $2 signs, $2, $2 that's $2. how much money I'm spending. So you got like 
Oh, $30. Yeah. Oh, for the plates? $60. Yeah, yeah, what am I spending there? You're probably spending about like $16 a plate, roughly. I mean, that's what you spend anywhere nowadays, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, Literally what I spend you to spend, go to Taco you spend 13 yeah. bucks on You spend 13 <laughs> bucks on a burger. 15 bucks on a burger. Who am I kidding? Yeah, Easily. So, yeah, I think it's about like $16, $18 on a plate, and then you're probably spending about another 2 to $3 on the garlic naan. What are the uh, portion size? Pretty big. Pretty big? That's good. Yeah. I mean, so... It's enjoyable. Okay. You definitely leave full. What are you doing with what's the side in a dish like that? Is it like a, it's just rice and uh, lots and of rice and a dish? I thought itself. some rice. Come on, cool. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I give it two thumbs up. Yeah. I uh, for me, I of course we started with the appetizer, which I thought was good, uh, very enjoyable. They fried it well. Temperature was good, not burned. Fresh oil. Uh, the garlic naan I thought was really good. And definitely real chunks of garlic on there. They weren't shy with the garlic, which was great for me. I love it. Yes. Uh, just, you know, fun fact. Apparently, ladies don't like the scent of garlic on a man's mouth. But after you've ingested it and sweated <laughs> out, it's actually considered an aphrodisiac. So eat lots of garlic, just not right. No, that is no, no, and 100% no. If anybody's listening to that, uh, young men, don't listen to Jesse. Listen that is to not going to work. Who's winning? Okay. I'm just saying. I'm not going <laughs> to mention. Um, we're not keeping score or anything. Just trust me. Don't yeah. do the garlic. Yeah. Gentlemen. You're not keeping score? I've had more wives. Hutching. So next I had the chicken vindaloo. I thought it was That's pretty awesome. great. I thought, was, the, I thought you had the lamb vindaloo. Was it, oh, it was Ooh. the lamb vindaloo. It was the lamb vindaloo. I thought it was great. I actually really enjoyed it. It was sweet. If you don't like a sweet dish, it was a little bit sweeter than some vindaloos, but I seriously enjoyed it. I had the flying horse in Indian lager that was uh, that was great I the, the beer that. was great man it was this bottle was like a wine bottle i'm gonna try and score my, pr procure myself a bottle of what is awesome. it flying, flying horse, horse. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, I uh, thought it was great. So for me, um, the environment, and it's kind of tricky because it's also an event center. You walk in and it looks like it's a 10. Uh, when we went back to where we were sitting, it was still an 8, except I didn't like the seats. I felt uh, like I was like crunched in my seat. So ultimately, environment for what we experienced where we ate, I gave it a 7. And then food, I stuck with a, a 7 as well. We've had some other Indian cuisine. I'm not a huge Indian aficionado. Uh, Noah has uh, ventured with me to a couple other places that were a little bit better. Uh, so the food was also a seven. Yeah, the value to me was absolutely a 10. Like I didn't think we could go wrong with the, the value. Um, first date worthy. If you're looking for fun Indian food, absolutely. Uh, you know, if you're looking to score with a supermodel, don't go. And uh, yeah, also. Unless she likes it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unless she likes Indian food, right? Not, there are other Indian restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your role there. Yeah, if you just picked her up from the Center for Old Show Club that Noah's talking about, she's probably going to love it. So uh, for me, long run is uh, seven, uh, but definitely a fun experience worthy of trying and also friend worthy. How are we? Uh, what's the uh, attire? 
how am I casual? Casual. Pretty casual. Pretty super, casual. Super casual. Super casual. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know about uh, like first date Indian food. That's that's risky. It it, that can that's mess good. up some people's stomachs, you know? And if you want the date to go beyond dinner... <laughs> If I'm going I mean, on a first I mean, I guess, date, I guess, I'm I guess, for a third date. Yeah, Jesse's Jesse's gonna reek of garlic and be all gassy, so oh he's God. got a plan. <laughs> uh, I, I forgot to give it like an actual rating out of ten, but yes, I'd give it a seven as well. All right, and I agree with you. There are other ones that are better. Have you guys done the uh, the Indian cuisine in Southland? Have not. Have, nope. All right, that should be our next outing. Right. When do you guys okay. do dinners? Uh, we haven't really set up days to do those yet. Okay, let's do a dinner. We've been trying to do typically Wednesday nights, but we both have like been flexible with schedules. All right, you guys yeah. want to go to dinner? Sure. All right. Are you thinking you're going to make it back next month? I'm asking you guys out on a date. Well, I don't know. I can still just go to dinner with you. I don't have to do the show. I can right, just, we just go we out to you. plan that dinner for the next show you're going to be on. You know, I, I'm just kind of rolling with it. You All right. How, you know how I, I, I mean... During the school year, we know how you roll. Yeah, the, the, the <laughs> prep the prep is minimal. Um, the fact that I'm here is because I had a three day weekend, and I had to work a day though. I had to work at uh, Ball Arena at the Sack, dishing out dipping dots. Yeah, he was dishing uh, out sack at the Ball Arena. That's right. right. That's right. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> sacks of kettle corn, sacks of popcorn. <laughs> Lemonade. Uh, see? Okay, now can we get on tech? What are, no, I thought you're the MC. You gotta control this thing, dude. So you know who has a big sack? Our main topic. Nice segue. Smooth. <laughs> like the Glenn Farkless 10. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> All, right, All right. So, so smarter challenge. All right. <laughs> this week, we are enjoying the Punisher. So uh, before I chose the subject, a couple days before, uh, the whole point was I watched five minutes of the Punisher series, season one, a few a few episodes in, and uh, Noah was watching. I watched five minutes, and then I got hooked because as a youth, I enjoyed the Punisher comic book. So we will be talking about the Punisher, um, and you know, there's a lot of different directions to go here. Noah, do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Give Brian I, a few minutes. To I think like, uh, I think you should start because you kind of have a, a a way or a focus of how you want us to go down this. You road. know what? It's not so much the focus, but it is a few things that I do want to bring up. So first <clears throat> of all, the Punisher uh, was a Marvel comic character and ultimately comic book uh, starring, you know, in the comic or the TV show and the movies, Francis, better not call him that, it's Frank Castle. Uh, the Francis is interesting because the writer of the Punisher comic books was Jerry Conway, which was really Jared Francis Conway. So I found that was kind of interesting that this man uh, born September 10th, 1952 used his middle name as the first name for the character. I thought that was great, uh, especially with the considering the 1952 age and the, the, the fact that Jerry 
Conway, Gerard Conway, um, was very much exposed to the Vietnam War. So first appearance of The Punisher was in February 1974. So I'm going to consider that as his birthday, same birth date as far as me. You're a February 74? No, man, I'm 22 years old. I'm just going to say we're both Pisces. That means I, too, am a badass Frank Castle. So just saying. uh, That explains why he looks older than us because he's is older than us. <laughs> well, I'm a badass. That's why I'm like <laughs> the Punisher. All right. So Amen, his first brother. experience was the Amer- Amazing Spider-Man number one twenty nine. Uh, the cover was dated February nineteen seventy four. This character is an American vigilante uh, who uh, employs the use of murder, kidnapping, extortion, coercion, threats of violence, and kidnapping to get his job done. Did I hear his first appearance was in a Spider-Man comic? That's absolutely correct. Wow, I had no idea. I don't think they've planned on keeping this guy around, but he gained such popularity that at his height, he was in four comic book series of his own. Um, He was driven by the deaths of his wife and two children who were killed for witnessing in New York Central Park a murder. Um, Originally a veteran of the Vietnam War is the story and timeline adapted. he was a GWOT, so uh, he was against world terrorism is the bottom line. Uh, by the late eight, 1980s, so we're talking about 15 years later roughly, the height of the psychologically troubled anti-heroes. He was in four mm-hmm. comic books of his own, including The Punisher, The Punisher War Journal, The uh, Punisher War Zone, and The Punisher Armory. Uh, and, uh, man, it's, it's a pretty interesting storyline because it goes in a lot of different directions from here. Um, one of the things I'm going to bring up is, you know, when does an American vigilante peak? And we've seen this throughout history and timelines multiple times. We had the movies, the series of movies, Death Wish. Uh, we have uh, Die Hard, which I'm not, not going to say Die Hard was necessarily a vigilante, but the guy sure found and took law into his own hands at a higher level. Uh, the Punisher was also this. So um, it's interesting to me because at this current time, Crime for most people uh, 30 years and younger is in an all-time high. And uh, it's skyrocketed over the last two years. I don't know what changed the last two years. Man, wait a minute. I think someone was elected or maybe not elected. I don't know. Different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I think something happened these last two years where all of a sudden crime is literally skyrocketing. It's kind of interesting uh, because I think that's what brings up these times and the popularities of things like, you know, the Punisher. And and this this cover I love, uh, this cover of the Punisher number 35, uh, because if you can read it, which you can't most likely, unless you're really zooming in at the bottom right hand corner says car by porsche suit by blaze face by punisher and uh this is an ep- uh, a comic with jigsaw in it which in the tv show is russo is mm. russo spoiler alert all right, so I got to say this. I've been holding my tongue the whole time. I know, man. I thought you were going to, like, kick out quicker. I was like, come on, got man, you. join in, join in, join in. So I, I'm curious if the uh, character uh, Psycho from uh, Stripes was named after Francis there. 
Stripes. Maybe. Maybe. Bet you didn't think I was going to go there, huh? Could be. No, I, I, didn't, I thought he was going to go If any of you guys touch my shit, I kill you. <laughs> if you call so, me Francis, don't go digging I kill you. <laughs> and since we're 22, none of us have ever seen Stripes yeah, or even heard stripes? of Stripes. So that totally missed on you talking about the lines any on of our shirt? audience. He's talking about the lines on his shirt. I, I, yeah. Hey. I <laughs> They're like, huh? Who, what? Uh, Sorry. I, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Is that the dude in, Who's in Bill Zombieland? Murray? What? Zombieland. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Bill Murray. Was he in other movies too? <laughs> yeah, John Candy. Moose. Dude, he's been dead for 15 years. John Candy and Moose and... John Candy, his character's name was Moose. Oh, for, oh, in Stripes. Oh, yes. Yeah, Stripes. Oh, my God. Remember right. he did the yes. whole mud wrestling? And this yes. is why we drink a lot of scotch during the show. So John Candy. we're going to go Anyways. around the table real quick. So I gave the quick introduction. Noah, do you have All right, any I topic think you want to bring here, up? I think that here's the main topic uh, that we probably should maybe start and finish on, maybe. since. Uh, but uh, is, is uh, Frank Castle is... is his moral compass uh is it sound is he uh is he right what he does is uh what's your guys's thoughts so so this is a great question because i had a, a conversation with someone and the question was what's his rating on the moral code and uh the question can be he definitely has a moral code in my mind but not everyone would agree and then or uh no different than a mobster perhaps who might only have a code so the morality piece as i view it is oh on a one to ten scale he's 10 here morally 10 here morally five here morally one here morally 10 here eh, overall rating still better than five moral um but there could be a difference between a moral code and a code so for me it's very interesting so i consider that frank castle his time on his story his character is all post vietnam and with that uh he's uh, definitely psychologically troubled in many ways um, comes back to america and starts or really continues a family he had started uh, with his wife and later two children and then the long-term question and no one i had a brief conversation with this is do people change and morally and character wise i don't think people do change mm -hmm. to me though however uh his moral code he was doing good and this is the struggle i'm not saying i could do what he did plus i don't have his guns but uh morally i don't have problem with that's right brian those guns with what he did uh because it's not that it was necessarily right in everyone's moral code uh, but he didn't do anything to someone who didn't deserve it in my mind all right brian um for me number one the uh i cannot think of a uh, better superhero costume than the punisher like i i dare you throw it out there what do you got who's better can you think of any the invisible superhero? man you can pull that off no i mean it's really the, is it not the coolest costume like that skull yeah. and everything spider-man's pretty cool too Okay, Venom. Venom's pretty cool looking. All right, there's some cool costumes, but <clears throat> I enjoy the costume. For me, like, you know, I, I watched it from the perspective, like, I really thought Jesse was going to go there. You know, this is where I thought Jesse was going to go, was just that whole thing of, like, uh, you know, your family. 
you know, that kind of thing. Oh, it's there. I yeah, was are are, are you coming out. around there? <laughs> so I was kind of looking at it, and for me, like I thought about it, I'm like, man, I don't know. I just, I just couldn't. I just couldn't kill somebody. Like I just couldn't kill somebody. Like I just couldn't do it. Like it would just, it would, it would like break me. It would like crack my brain. It would, it would really mess with me. So, I don't think so I could wait, do it. If someone killed. Aaron and the three boys. Could well, you, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Too. Here, here, kill well, here's the thing too. Here's the thing though. Is, is I think we that talked about I would you. probably be broken, like you know, before I killed somebody. Uh, you know, if that were to happen, right? Because quite honestly, like there is something in in. Like, I mean, the boys know it. My own sons know it. Like I am like super, like just protective of Aaron. Like super protective, like not in, I mean, not like I'm like, you know, Mr. Possessive or this or that. I'm not that, that dude, but like, I just really like, that's, that's, that's my wife. And yeah, it, it, you should be nice to her and be, and be nice and be cool. And if you're not, I have a real problem with that. And it like, it'll like, my blood will just boil. Like, and I don't even know. I'm like, what, what did you just, I mean, I'm just I like, love that. yeah, I, I just I like stutter that. and pause. I'm like, it's just like, it's really, it's just something that, you know, you talk about, moral compasses or things to change, you know, uh, over time, you know, that is, that is something, you know, that just like you really, I, I, who knows if you'd be that way when you're a kid, you don't know, but yeah, that's the way I'm. So with that being said, like if that were to happen, yeah, I would, I would, I would break. And when I did break, I mean, yeah, look out. It would be bad. It would be really, it would be bad news. I don't even, for anybody, everybody, anything, it would be bad news. Yeah, a broken Brian is is a, not a good Brian. <laughs> it would be bad. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, so, yeah, because usually if it would be like a broken Brian, you know, it would be like Aaron would put me together or my mom. So if they're, and then the boys would have to put me together and they know. <laughs> they just be but like, like see, yeah, go be like, Dad, 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 you got to <laughs> so, relax. But relax, like in the, in the Punisher, though, scenario, uh, his parents are obviously gone. So it's, it was his wife and his, and his children. So they were all killed. So there wouldn't be anyone to put you back together. There'd be Kathy wouldn't be around. Uh, Aaron wouldn't be around. The boys wouldn't be around. It just, uh, I don't know what I, and, there's, and, you know, and, and here's, 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 here's I'd the love part. to be like the vigilante hero, but I'd, you'd probably see me just like rocking, like in a white room. If I'm not, <laughs> I'd be like, I would just go to some special place or something. That would be a hard, hard, everybody deals with tragedy different. Who yeah, knows? It's like Who the knows? movie, the jerk. I found my special place. Yeah. Something, man. I'd love to be the hero, but that, that would be some, that would be Another some old movie. Break. Yeah. The jerk. Yeah. If we weren't 22, <laughs> we had to go back and watch some of these old classics I'll have to go since back they're remaking. It. There's no new ideas anymore. Oh, Bingo. Bingo, yeah. yeah. That's something I brought up. Um, we're so old because no can't say that it sounds like we're old. Noah brought up some great subjects, so uh, no, it's uh, not old subjects, or it's just that we're smart. We are wise beyond our years. No, just our generation was really awesome. All right, Noah, do you want to kick in here? Or you want me to kick in another piece? Uh, well, here, this is what I would say. I mean, you and I had talked about this, before, you know, during the week uh, about uh, this this topic, and. Here's the thing. I am 110% behind Frank Castle's moral code. <laughs> I think I think what he does after his family gets killed is 110% justified. And uh, if he needed a buddy, I'd be like the uh, uh, 
I'd be like Curtis. I'd be like, all right, just give me a call. You need me to go dig a hole? I'll go dig the hole for you. You need me to go procure some uh, some weapons for you? Sure, I'll go do that. Now, now that you said that, I, I it just it just hit me. Like you kind of mentioned, Frank, you know, being right on doing that, and I was like, I don't know if I, but like at the time, if I was there and that happened and I like witnessed it, oh, everybody within like it would be like just dead i'd go crazy dead like i'd go i'd go frank castle times yeah that that would be so okay sorry i yeah. just had to interject no, that because no, there's fine. a difference between right like ha having it happen like away from you and hearing about it or being like in the present and there that would just and you know so like i said i you know like i, I think Jesse's i told you face just like <laughs> no, no I, yeah. like i want i don't want to interrupt sorry so, and i do i did a <laughs> lot sorry that's, that's, no that's fine i do too i don't uh, want to interrupt i just did but sorry. so as, as i was mentioning here uh before is like i yeah i'd be that buddy be like sure i'll go dig the hole for you whatever uh if i had a family uh likewise i you know maybe kind of like what you said i you know i would It'd be nice to have that idea. Like I would be that guy that go off the hook and be like Frank Castle, but I don't have that skill set. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so if I may now interject, I think that's another piece to your point. You have to consider there is also one other piece. And this is something that I think for myself as well. And no one I talked and I was like, man, uh, for me, it's uh, not so much my Aaron, it's my kids. And if someone took that away from me, that's when I would lose my proverbial donkey turd. Think about the difference, though, between, you know, losing them, you know, way over there or in the, like, you were there. No, that's what I mean. So, like, if I, um, particularly, like, you really have to consider Frank Castle is driven by, ultimately, what I'm going to say is guilt. He wasn't able to save his wife and children while he was present, even though he was a special ops, one of the 30 best people potentially in the world at his job, special ops, and going around saving all sorts of people he didn't know, he didn't care about. Yes, he's taking lives to do that, bad people's lives. Yes, he's doing some dirty things in some people's eyes. But at the end of the day, he is making the world a better place the next day for the rest of us still alive. And this is the struggle is, um, because for me, I can tell you right now, I would lose it. I, if, if I couldn't control, if I was there and my kids uh, perished and I was any bit um, still alive, I would absolutely be fueled by and driven by revenge. And that is real for me, particularly around my kids. And, and anyone who's been around me with my kids when they've been put in harm's way know this because they've seen my reactions when a dog uh, come in, comes and charges them. My reaction is immediate. I put myself in harm's way. I put myself in front of them. I take action immediately. I am not okay with that by any means necessary. I will end that threat. Um, and now multiply that by like 10,000 again frank castle one of the 30 best people at his job in the world and uh he's got the capabilities that i don't have like i can't go challenge the mob if the mob had ended my children's lives as they did frank castle's lives um but here's another piece though is frank castle got there because of who he was because of that, oh, so the, the theory here is he came back and he had a wife and kids and he changed and he became Mr. Nice Guy. Can people change? It's a great, it's a great question. Can people change? I say the mass majority don't change. 
but there's a very few that can. All right. Now, give me an example. Do you think Frank Castle, when he got out of the war, changed? I'll put it this way. I think uh, <clears throat> he did change until until his uh, <laughs> his family was killed. I think if his family was never killed, he probably would have just retired and been, been fine with that. All right. Here's my challenge to that. We know from Interstellar that people are energy, that all things are energy. So much like a magnet, magnets could be people, people could be magnets. And there are certain things that drive them, that they're attracted to, that they are driven by. Uh, what you can find is you find the right hot lady and you put her in the middle and all of a sudden the magnets aren't attracted. But the second you remove the wife or the kids, uh, the magnets are still the same. They never changed. Frank Castle never changed. She was always the badass assassin, uh, special ops operative, uh, good guy, however you want to word it. Frank Castle didn't change until something got in his way. And I'm not saying that something that got in his way wasn't good. I'm saying something. You're talking about Frank Castle. Priority. I'm just saying in general, I think there's a small portion of the population that can change. That's all. Do you have an example? I think there's people who've like, Dude, I changed. I've changed a ton throughout my life. I've really changed in some like pretty deep ways, to be honest with you. Like every you've changed. I mean, goodness gracious, everybody's do you change changed. Or do you grow? Uh, change. Well, I mean, I guess you can always say grow. Yeah, you can kind of do some wordsmithing with that, you know, kind of, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say this. I'm definitely a, a different man or, you know, human being than I was five years ago, 10 years ago, 15, 20. Yeah. No, it's five years ago, 10 years ago, because now you're 20. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, I was not even born. Any, anyways, I, I, I think, yes, you want, a person can grow, but I think also over the time as you do grow, one can make a change. And how you were maybe at a younger age, that can be different than how you are in an in a older age. So sure. I think I think it's a possibility people can change. Does everyone change? I think the mass majority don't. I agree with you. I yeah. think change is possible. I really do. And part of that is because just like with Frank Castle or anyone else that comes back from the war and they have a family, they have this faith that everything's going to be okay uh, regardless of. Uh, oh, I wasn't really, well, sure. I guess I'll, uh, regardless I did put it over of, there for that reason, but sure. I just get out of my way. <laughs> uh, regardless I of. A little tiny bit just to get it on the tongue. Regardless of what they face, there's still this piece, this act of faith that we've talked about previously on shows. And for me, man, uh, you lose your faith. And I think that's what Castle has and doesn't have between being at war, being a special operatives person who, in my mind, was always doing the right thing. You know, we had a conversation. Well, what about when he shot that guy in the head? And my point is the thing that drills, that, that rings that I can't let go of is... They're like, do you have a problem with killing this guy? Not if it's sanctioned by Congress. He believed it was the right thing because Congress, he trusted, would do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Not saying that that is always going to be right, by the way. Uh, and, you know, the last two years, again, I keep coming thinking, what changed the last two years? So with that, though, Congress, uh, it, you know, the faith. He lost his faith when his wife and children were killed. <clears throat> and 
he was there and he couldn't protect him. I mean, to kind of go back to like your thought here about change, a person or there's an old saying, does a zebra change it? Can a zebra change its stripes? No, well, it's kind of like, well, it's kind of like when you, you know, when the someone shows no. you, it's like when someone shows you who they are, you know, yeah, I, I get that, that there is that part of it exactly what, yeah, I mean, yeah, like someone's kind of like their, 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 their deep down true being, you know, but even then, even then I, I, I still have faith that if someone's, I mean, they can, they can change for the good. I think I, I do. I, I do. I also agree. I, I believe people can make that change, but I don't think most people do. All right, I, I got to bring this back to some dark stuff here. Yeah, Russo. Because since I was talking Punisher, right? right. And we kind of we kind of went from Punisher Jigsaw. being being comic book, and we kind of talked about it almost into like the real world, right? We kind of brought it there. And I just I have to I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it made me think of this. And you, Jesse, I, you will you will ball. You will go crazy. This will be an, a movie for you to see. I mean, anybody that sees it, you just, you're going to, it's just, it's uh, one of those things. I kind of, it, it takes that Punisher thing and that what if. If you're going to say six underground. No, huh? All right. It takes it. It takes that what if to the real world. Like in like, wait, and, and you're not a, you're not a Navy SEAL. You're not anybody, but this is, it's a movie with Kevin Bacon in it. Oh. And it was, I mean, I watched it and I was like, <clears throat> it ended and I was just like, like just silent, and I watched it by myself. Like it's it's pretty dramatic. It's called um, Death Sentence. Ooh. You should because it, it it is exact. It is the Punisher. Only take it, take him. He's not a you know special ops badass. He's just a dad. He is a dad, and this happens to his family, and and he loses it and decides to do something about it and kind of the ramifications are it's like this not the butterfly effect but like it's he makes a decision and it, you don't think about you know you think about i want to be the hero i'm going to do this i'm going to do that okay so you go and do that then what happens so oh, check it out check it out kevin bacon the rest of your death life. sentence so there's another it's, movie that's kind of similar to that which is peppermint I've, yes yep yeah so but she's more of a badass. She gets pretty badass in this. Well, she does get badass, but that, I mean, she was a mom that was a bank teller, and then after that, she like uh, goes and robs the bank, and then goes and finds people to train her, and then she becomes a badass like five, ten years later. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's like, I mean, and still, but like, okay, that's that's still kind of fantasy world, like going to get trained and stuff. Which is it is a cool movie. I'm not because I'm, I don't. I, that I think movie. You, you could like go this, find. I mean, you could go to some third world and find people to train you to become easily. a. I mean, I get. Yeah, yeah there's MMA. I mean, you could go down and do like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu right down the block. You know, so I'm yeah. sure you could. Yeah, I'm only 21 years old. We got time. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> it's so easy. <clears throat> so, anyways, what were you about to say? I think I I jumped in. No, you, you did. you're good. Um, Peppermint. Think about this. Here's something that's interesting to me. Think about. For yourselves, and I think for me, uh, you guys already know the answer, the Punisher, the character, the individual, uh, is he a good guy or a bad guy? I think due to his moral code, and if he's betrayed like how, like I never read the comic books, but if he's betrayed like how he is on the TV series on uh, Marvel on uh, Netflix, yeah, he's a good guy. I mean, everything he does, like... Maybe the by the means he goes about doing it, it might be wrong against a civilized society, but what he is doing and, and his moral code that he holds up to, yeah, he's a good guy. I agree. 
But do you guys think the masses agree? He's pretty much taken out like bad dudes. Yeah. So I would think everybody would be like, yeah. I think the masses would agree that he is okay. I think it's just like the weird people who are like the. <laughs> I think it, the it's, law. The well, law. I, has I, a problem with I wouldn't even say the law has a problem with him necessarily. I think it's the the uh, the nerdy kid in the school that like has to follow every rule in the book. Oh, this rule says this. This rule says this. You can't do that. You know, there's there's like that's the, the one who gets shot by the bad guy that the Punisher would have killed. Yeah. So there's there's like the spirit of the law, and there's like the law, and then the spirit of the law. Ooh. And uh, it gets on. There's a you're towing a fine line here because I agree with you. My point being, I, I think he's okay I, in my book. I don't think most people are actually okay with what he does, or they won't admit it. I think there's a difference. I don't think they'll admit it, even if they are okay with it. But at the end of the day, they're okay with let's say what James Bond does. What's the difference? Well, they're both doing the same thing. One's getting paid far less by the way and spending far less and probably being far more effective but at the end of the day he hasn't been at this point sanctioned any longer by congress i mean i get you know they do say vigil anti anti-ism is uh, is illegal but you know hey i mean he's taking out the trash no one wants to deal with or or the trash that that won't be dealt with here the problem the <laughs> masses there is a problem. would have the problem the masses would have and i get it is like who is he to decide why is he the person that gets to decide why does he get because you know what if, what if he what if he totally decides that like to end me for some some dumbass thing that was not even, like i jaywalked and it pissed him off no you know what I mean? Like, well, he there needs to be a process. It can't be judge, jury, and executioner. I think that I, would be the problem. I agree with you. That's uh, why when you asked the question. Fred. So that's. I think he asked the question, dude. Oh, <laughs> you asked the question. Yeah, man. Why is Glenn Farkless saying that? I just said I was okay Glenn with Farkless it. That's all. Yeah, I, I, I think in general, like, yeah. I may not be okay with the collateral damage that is done. I just think of the what if. Yeah, the collateral damage. Yeah, exactly. Like, so he, you know destroyed this dude because it was a moral compass and blah, blah, blah. But it turned out that that dude had like a wife and four kids and he was a really good dude and tried to do all the right things and just got caught up in, you know, I red rum. It, yeah, the license went I just noticed that too. Nice, yeah. So at the end of the day though, the Punisher doesn't take out collateral damage and I think that's part of his code because of but his But what he does causes collateral damage. That's my point. Does it? Well, I sure. think if you think you're like uh, destruction you took of public away, property. You took away, but what if you took you took away this deemed bad guy because he did a crime? He you know sold drugs or whatever, but he was selling drugs because he was trying to you know get a better life for his wife and his kids. So now he's dead, and his wife and kids have no any way to support. Okay, so how how many wives and kids does he have? Just just the one wife. Just one wife. How many yeah. kids does he have? Two, three kids, four, two, three, four, two, one kid. All right, I'm beating Two him kids. again. So nonetheless, I'm the winner. So nonetheless, though, <laughs> how many lives does he save and put in a right way by getting those drugs off the street versus the few he affects negatively in a positive way? It's just that butterfly effect. You don't know. You don't know. What if what if the drug dealer's child cures cancer? Exactly, could have, but can. now he's depressed because his dad's gone because the Punisher killed him, and now the and now, world is and now he's not going to go to college. He won't get the training that he needs, and then now now this the show just went to shit. 
<laughs> all because the Punisher killed him for selling a dime bag on the corner. No. You know? Everyone's right. curing cancer. It doesn't right. go right. away. Not anymore, thanks right. to the Punisher. Okay, one minute. Thank you. One minute wrap up. <laughs> one minute wrap up, and then we got to wrap up. All right, what do you guys say, Brian? Uh, it's been a great time. Always fun. Thanks, well, guys. I was going to say one minute wrap up on the Punisher. Oh, the Punisher. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I've said what I needs to be said. I was not sure. I am not sure that I was big on the, um, the actor they chose for the Punisher in the show. Personally. I don't know why. I know I, why. Why? Cause he's not sexy at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. Part of Yeah, I think so. So I actually was looking, I was like, I think they should have got the dude that played the Punisher in the movie. He just looked bigger and he looked more like a superhero. Cause you know, he, yeah, the dude in the thing didn't look like a superhero. I actually like the character. I actually like the, like the actor. actor. I grew like, to appreciate him. I may, because I'm good. only like three episodes in, so I may appreciate him. But in any case, um, I'll just wrap it up. I think uh, I, I like his moral compass. He sticks to his moral compass. Um, maybe some like collateral damage that he does. Like, when you, like, like I said, I'm just going off the Netflix series here. But, I mean... As he's going through trying to kill Russo and the people that he's uh, trying to uh, to avenge for his family, uh, there is some like property damage and things like that that end up happening, uh, and, and or you know damage to like businesses and stuff like that. That might be the one area that I might have a slight bit of issue with, but not really. That's what insurance is for. Well, <laughs> <laughs> any case. Uh, regardless of that uh but overall i think i do like the moral code i do think people can change i don't think he necessarily did change i think he was actually forced back into being into his old self by his family being killed in front of him um i do think uh if yeah if you're like me who's just kind of like a novice to like i never really read comic books or anything like that yeah, my, me either my my whole my whole exposure to marvel and stuff like that were like uh the Justice League and the and the League of Doom or something like that. Legion on, of Doom, Legion Super of Friends, Doom, Super Friends. Yeah, yeah, that was DC, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was like a, a Spider Man and, and his amazing friends. Yeah, Spider Man, uh, Firestorm. No, yeah, Fires. I don't know. There's like Ice, Ice Man and Fire. Or something. Yeah, but you know, they were just like the Saturday morning ca cartoons yes. or the weekday cartoons when they actually used to have cartoons on TV. That was like my my full exposure to Marvel until the movies and all that stuff came out, and then. Uh, so just as being like a pretty much a, a novice to all this, like honestly, I think the Punisher is kind of a kick-ass dude. You know, yeah, I think at the end of the day, he he takes care of the bad guys. He could be considered a bad guy because he doesn't follow the law one hundred percent of the time. But sometimes, uh, I hate to say this, but sometimes you, you like you know, there's that spirit of the law and the letter of the law, and sometimes you have to go with the spirit of the law because. Uh, not every time will the law actually hold true for you. <clears throat> and yeah. uh, in this case, I think that's what makes the Punisher great. And to bring it back to your real quick point about uh, uh, what's happening in today's time when there is a certain uh, political group, group out there that wants to take away your guns, but yet also defund the police. I think you have to have somebody like the Punisher maybe out there like creating justice. We talked about that too, and I fully agree. And I'm glad you brought it up and simplified it because I would have. This would have been a 20 minute conversation minimum. So, with that, uh, you know, a couple things about the Punisher to me uh, that are so great um, and also so trying. Man, he, uh, to your point, does what needs to be done, 
and we don't necessarily like it, but at the end of the day, he brings his own piece. Uh, you know, there's, this has done so many different movies, so many different characters, good and bad. It can be Ethan Hawke uh, doing what he does to save his wife. It can be James Bond doing what he does because he lost Vesper Lynn and finally gets a quantum of solace. Uh, James Bond never changed. He was never going to change even when he was on a yacht enjoying Vesper's time. Uh, in my mind, he was always that person. He lives by by a code we all do we all live by a code and that's very important to me and him one of my favorite memories of of the punisher series is at the beginning of season two when the punisher's in a bar with a very attractive bartender and she's like you didn't have to do that for me when he protects her from some guy who's being a total tool at best and he's like i he's like i didn't do it for you i just don't like assholes and I think that is his code. He doesn't like bad people. This guy was a bad person. He didn't necessarily do what was right for the good <clears throat> people. He was literally doing what was right to stop the bad people. And that's his code. And I can appreciate that. And, you know, I, I love the Punisher. I'm uh, I'm kind of like the Punisher like that. Like, I don't like bad people either. I, I just... None of us do. I, I, tend to like bad people. I tend to, like, <laughs> avoid them and not shoot them in the face, though. So that's where, we, that's where <laughs> we're a little different. For okay, now. Uh, okay, you're now uh, the picture. Hey, hey. No yeah. more faces. People change. <laughs> All right, so uh, next week's uh, Smart Challenge. Okay. Next week's Smart Challenge will be... Uh, Basically, uh, predictions of the future by Nostradamus and uh, that supercomputer. You remember what, the, what was the name of that supercomputer? I never found it. I looked oh. for it. You brought this up, and I looked for it. But, uh, yeah, there were a couple of them, actually. Uh, the one that more intrigued me was the one in Tennessee. Okay, and then also Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. So Baba Yaga, Nostradamus, and the supercomputer that makes predictions <clears throat> about uh, pretty much the uh, all the major events in uh, human uh I guess occurrences. Uh, so that's going to be next week's uh, smarter challenge. And uh, anything you want to say to oh, the people, uh, Brian? Thank you for being here. Noah, thank you for always being here. Cheers, you guys. Life is Cheers. great. Thanks for sharing this, Scott. Cheers, Thanks. you guys. Please continue to leave feedback and give us. Uh, I think you did the early cheer. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Right. Just use cheers in. Yeah. Cheers, man. Yeah. yeah life yeah. is great. Um, thank oh. you guys for watching. <laughs> you gotta drink after cheers, man. Oh, yeah, sorry. Cheers. Look at these guys. Oh, I, yeah, I can't drink anymore. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I got more. We're safe. Yeah. No, I'm out. <laughs> what are you about to say? No, um, continue, you know to give us feedback let us know what you like what you don't like do you love these topics do you hate these topics do you want more conspiracy theories do you want more real world drama do you want to be challenged and have to think about your own moral code uh, let us know brian had a great time as usual getting late gotta work tomorrow <laughs> you guys don't <laughs> yeah. i'll be uh calling you guys in june in june yeah. all right that's yeah. when we'll have you back kind of regularly again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we're going to be hanging out. We're doing uh, mostly staycations this summer. Oh, nice. Yeah, going to be around. Maybe you might uh, change studio settings. It sounds good. Maybe yeah. we could do one in a hot tub. 
Hey yo, yeah. I don't know hot tub and now and scotch, but next <laughs> and electricity and mics. That yeah, electric scotch. <laughs> Dude, this <laughs> sounds like the and Punisher that's, all over that's, again. That's, <laughs> famous final episodes of Scotch Hour. It's like an hour of us being electrocuted. <laughs> That's that awesome, Scott. <laughs> we can do it as a live. <laughs> live feed, dead feed. We're going to see like all right, I'm out of here. I got to go. All right, all right. So thank you, everyone, who does watch our episodes. As Jesse mentioned, please leave some comments down below. And uh, let us know if you do like the new time on Saturdays of the, it being released. Uh, I know this is only on the second uh, week that we did it on a Saturday. And I've not really looked at the data to really, I don't think we have enough data to really make a decision if that's the better day for everyone. But <coughs> if you do like it, let us know. If you don't like it, let us know. And uh, once again, if you're watching us, you're probably watching us on YouTube or Rumble. If you're listening to us, uh, we're on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, audible podcast and google podcast and with that thank you guys every thank you everyone and cheers don't and drink night. and drive stay oh, yeah. classy san diego same uh scotch cheers. time same scotch hour cheers 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 we hope you enjoyed this evening's episode of scotch hour if you did please like share and subscribe also if you have not done so already please become a patron member with memberships starting as low as $1 a month. Thank you, and hopefully you have a wonderful evening.